Today is April the 13th. What do we do when we feel that God is distant? Let's find out together as we study Psalms 42 to 44 and Proverbs chapter 10. Reading through the Bible in a year on Wednesdays, we look at Psalms and Proverbs. I want to start today in Proverbs chapter 10. Um, in Proverbs chapter 10, the opening words are the Proverbs of Solomon. And over the next 12 or 13 chapters, we have a series of two-line Proverbs. This is the classical format of a proverb. Each proverb has two lines. One line talks about one thing and the second line talks about the opposite. You'll find frequently the wise and the foolish, the good and the wicked, the wealthy and the poor. Uh, this happens over the next uh, 13 chapters until Proverbs 22 verse 17. Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction. Now starting in 22, 17 and on, everything is organized topically. But from Proverbs 10 to 22, each verse is its own unit. And the verses among themselves don't have much to do with each other. It jumps around. It feels like the first nine chapters, Proverbs, Solomon arranges things thematically. Proverbs 22 and on, he arranges things thematically. But from 10 to 22, it's like he's handed his son a workbook and said, just read through these Proverbs. Find what speaks to you and meditate on that. Maybe you should take this workbook and make your own arrangement. Uh, that would be a, a, a daunting task, but at the end of it, you would have a lot of sayings about certain topics that indeed are important to our lifestyle. Let's drop back now to Psalm 42. Psalm 42 begins kind of like Proverbs 10. Proverbs 10, these are the Proverbs of Solomon. Psalm 42 begins with Book 2. And this is actually part of the text of Scripture. The Book of Psalms is arranged in five books. Book 1 are Psalms 1 through 41. They are all Psalms of David. Book 2 is a combination of different authors. The first three Psalms that we have here are Psalms of the descendants of Korah. Korah was one of the musicians that David appointed to his courts. Psalm 42 and 43 belong together. Beautiful song, as the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. 
the psalmist gives a few short verses. Then in verse 5, why am I discouraged and why is my heart so sad? I'll put my hope in God. I'll praise him again, my Savior and my God. Then he goes on again. Now I'm deeply discouraged. Then he talks again about his depression because he sings to God, he prays to God, but he doesn't sense God's presence. In fact, verses 9 and 10, O God, my rock, I cry, why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Their taunts break my bones. They scoff. Where is this God of yours? Verse 11, why am I discouraged and why is my heart so sad? I'll put my hope in God. I'll praise him again, my Savior and my God. A repetition of verse 5. Now in Psalm 43, he goes on. He, he again talks about feeling that God is not responding to him. And then in verse 5, why am I discouraged and why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I'll praise him again, my Savior and my God. Three times the descendant of Korah repeats that refrain. It's like a chorus after verses of a song. Korah expresses his concern that God seems distant. And Psalm 44 repeats that. Oh God, we've heard it with our own ears. Our ancestors have told us all you did in their day, in days long ago. But in verse 9, but now you've tossed us aside in dishonor. You no longer lead our armies to battle. And he talks about the very same thing that he talked about in 42 and 43. God is distant. So in verse 23, he says, Wake up, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Get up. Don't reject us forever. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt that your prayers bounce off the ceiling of your bedroom? Have you ever felt that you've gone to God and crickets? God doesn't respond. The psalmist felt that way. And so he expressed his emotions to God. So what do we do? What is it that we can do when we feel that God is distant? Well, the psalmist actually addresses that. In the refrain, why am I discouraged and why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. The psalmist talks about hope. It's not the hope of, gosh, I hope it doesn't rain today. It's the hope of, I believe in God. God will respond to me. He's just not doing it right now for whatever reason. Proverbs 10 Verse 24 says, The fears of the wicked will be fulfilled. The hopes of the godly will be granted. Put your hope in God. Secondly, 
praise Him. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I'll put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Verse 40, uh, Psalm 44, verse 8. O oh God, we give glory to you all day long and constantly praise your name. Even when we feel that God is turning away from us, we hope in him and we continue to praise him. And there's one more thing that we can do. Psalm 42, verse 8. In the middle of his expression of frustration that God is simply not responding, the psalmist says each day, the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me. And through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. See God where he is. Even if you don't feel his presence, See him where he is, the blessings that he's given you, the way that he continually showers his love on you. How about today? Are you feeling that God just isn't listening? The psalmist has a way out. Put your hope in him. Put your faith in him. Praise him. And then look around and see him where he truly is. Please like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll address the question, why didn't Jesus have many followers? <laughs>